Great faith doesn't happen overnight. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. Today we are moving on in Luke chapter 17. We're going to be reading uh, chapter 17 verses 7 through 10. It is the final teaching in the first section of this chapter, uh, which was uh, three teachings compressed into 10 verses. And today we're moving on into the third section of that teaching where Jesus talks about duty. Now you remember at the beginning of this section, Jesus was talking about uh, sin and um, causing others to stumble. And at the end of that teaching, the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. And um, they were asking Jesus to give them greater faith. And um, then he moved from that statement into a teaching on faith. And he was saying, it's not the quantity that matters as much as the sincerity and authenticity of your faith. And uh, moving on into verses 7 through 10, this seems to be a bit of an obscure teaching, this teaching on duty. But I think uh, Jesus is making some points about how great faith is um, acquired and how great faith uh, comes to life within us. So let's plan to um, move into the scripture after we spend some time lifting our hearts to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and um, we are inching ever closer to our celebration of your son's birth. Today is Christmas Eve uh, here where we are. And uh, we give you thanks, Lord, um, that you were not content to watch your beloved creation uh, wander in sin and um, and pain, but you sent your beloved Son uh, with a message of love and hope and forgiveness, healing and redemption. And Lord, we're so grateful that you sent Jesus and people who respond to Jesus have always been the watchful ones, the ones who notice the inbreaking of your kingdom as it's falling softly as snow in the background of the world's noise. And uh, Lord, we thank you that you have awakened us to heaven's song. You've awakened us to the truth of Jesus' uh, arrival, the truth of uh, his mission, the truth of his calling. And we see him as he is because your spirit has opened our eyes and we give you thanks. Father, today as we study your word together, we pray that you would open our eyes also, that we might have new insight and understanding, and then that you would give us the courage to apply these things to our own lives, and that as we apply your word to our lives and as we live under its teaching, uh, Lord, we would see your hand of transformation at work. We just ask all these things, Lord, uh, believing in your mighty power that you will bring about the change we seek in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this is Luke 17, uh, 7 through 10. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper and get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have done only our duty. 
Now, these are um, interesting words, I have to say, and uh, they are uh, kind of challenging. We have to kind of look beyond the words on the page to the meaning uh, Jesus had in speaking them. Now, they're straightforward enough in a sense. Um, You have a story about a servant who's been working in the field and then comes into the house, and obviously he would be hungry and tired, and yet his work is still not done. He has work to do for the master. He's preparing a meal and serving the master while he eats and drinks. And uh, he has no expectation that his master would say thank you. Um, Although if he has a good and loving master, he might have a master who does thank him for his hard work. Um, But he doesn't have any expectation uh, that the master would thank him for what he was told to do. And then uh, we find that it's only after the master's needs are met and satisfied that the servant would sit down and eat and drink um, and enjoy his own meal. Um, And Jesus says something kind of interesting in verse 10. He says, So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our our duty. Now, I think this passage ties back in to verse 5 when the disciples said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And I think this teaching ties in, it's a response in a way, um, to what Jesus was teaching throughout the passage, but it's a response in a way to the question the disciples had for him. It's a way of saying, you are asking me to increase your faith, and I am telling you that great faith comes as you are faithful to the Lord's call. (laughs) And uh, if you're doing God's work and you're seeking pats on the back, you're seeking the acknowledgments of others, you are seeking um, uh, a sense of accomplishment, then your trajectory is wrong from the start. God is saying great faith is simply faithful to the call. It's not looking for thank yous. It's not looking for attaboys. It's not looking to be cheered on. It simply does what it was told to do by its master. And it grows in proportion to its faithfulness. So as the master issues commands, and our master Jesus has given us teachings and commands that we're expected to follow, great faith results when we, when we practice uh, a long and faithful trajectory of obedience. And that long and faithful trajectory of obedience grows and deepens our faith as we see God coming through over and over again. Um, as we reach out in ministry and as we live our lives, we see his faithfulness at work in response uh, to our faithfulness to his calling. And so Jesus is not giving them an easy, spoon-fed answer. He's not saying, you know, I'm going to just instantaneously uh, give you great faith so that you'll never question yourselves or doubt or struggle again. He's actually saying in this passage, I believe, that great faith happens over time as you serve the Lord faithfully and as you stay faithful to his calling and as you continue to live out your faith um, through difficult times, just doing what you're called to do and grinding it out day after day after day in faithfulness to the Father. Um, it's a slog. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long obedience. And the great faith emerges as a result of that trajectory of service as, as you're faithful in service, as you're faithful in keeping God's commands. Great faith is the result. 
So I think that's what Jesus is getting at here uh, through this teaching in verses 7 through 10. And again, it's a parable, so it's taught, and sometimes it could be viewed in kind of a, it's taught in kind of a confusing way, and it's done so, so that we would unpack it, so that we wouldn't just take it at face value, but we would ask questions of it, and we would journey into it, and we would seek the Lord to give us insight and understanding. And so um, Jesus' teachings often require that we unpack them and we spend time with them and we think them through and we ask the Spirit to open our hearts and minds to what God is saying. And so hopefully what we've discovered today is helpful as we continue to consider these words. And uh, I thank you for taking time out of your day uh, on this busy holiday uh, stretch (laughs) to enjoy some time in God's Word. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day.